Hello, hello, hello. It's Charlie here, as usual. And for this episode, I wanted to strip things back a bit because I've heard from a few members that they sometimes feel like they have too many resources that they are expected to get through. So I want to make a conscious effort to make the bite-sized episodes exactly that. Quick and digestible. So I'm going to give you a short catch-up I had with Harry that was very natural because we actually thought that it wasn't going to be aired. We caught up before starting to record a full-length hour-long episode, but the conversation was nice and flowed. So I think it's worth your attention. So treat it as a less intense bit of listening practice and see how two native British English speakers catch up when they think they're not being recorded. But do remember, we know each other very well, so I press him a lot more about how he is uh, than I would a stranger. Oh, and I do want to make it clear, though, that there is no expectation with how much work people need to do as members of the Premium Podcast or Academy. You really can go at your own pace. You can do 15 minutes a day or an hour a day or even more or less. It's completely up to you. Okay, in we go to a casual catch-up with Harry. Can you tell me how things are? Yeah, yeah, things are... Um, <laughs> imagine what I just said, I'm really depressed. <laughs> but we're not, we're not going to use this bit unless it's good, so you can tell me the honest answer. That would be... F- <laughs> imagine what I said, like, don't put this bit out, mate. Like, I'm really <laughs> fed up. And then you just put it out. Yeah. Yeah, no. Straight to upload. So, yeah, how are things? I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I slept pretty well, reasonably well. Didn't have any bad dreams. That's always good. I feel like when somebody asks somebody how they are and they focus on how they slept, it's normally an indication that generally things are a bit shit and they're just trying to focus on the, the very near or very recent. Do you know what I mean? Like, I Well, yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the case. Yeah, I'm just trying to focus on something good, you know, so I don't have to tell you all the bad. <laughs> but no, no, fine. Absolutely fine. Life is fine. I've got my paddleboard, which I'm kind of enjoying. However, it's, I'd say it's probably nearing the end of paddleboard season because uh, summer is definitely over. Like today, do you want to see the weather from my window? Yeah, yeah, go for it. So it's grey, grey day, and there's a a seat in the garden that looks a bit cold to sit on. <laughs> that seat is so depressing. It's got like it's a really weird seat. It's got like a kind of hollow bit in the middle, and this like a puddle just accumulates there gradually. <laughs> Bedford is grey, but you know, the sun does shine up here not all the time but it has been and is currently shining good and harry pointed to his head when he said up here because without that point i suppose people could think of sydney versus bedford maybe but yeah 
So yeah. paddleboarding. I'm I'm very excited by uh, this paddleboarding and coming back to the UK and and we could maybe go paddleboarding together. Definitely, yeah. You should paddleboarding um, bros. I think we'd have a great time. It's just it's a really nice meditative, calming uh, day out, and it feels it's so freeing as well. It's like it's like you've got a boat. You know, you can literally go anywhere as long as the, you know, the current isn't too mental and the weather conditions are pretty calm. Like, it's it's really, like, freeing. And nowadays... Do you, sorry to interrupt, but do you, on your dating apps, do you have on your profile, like, boat owner or skipper? <laughs> Captain of little paddle boat. No, but that's a good idea, though. Yeah. I, I should definitely put a picture of me paddleboarding on my Hinge profile. I think that's a very good shout, actually. And, and put a captain's hat on. Do you remember those ads advertising those cars that were a bit average and the guy would be standing next to a very fast, cool car and he'd be saying to the girl, do you want to come back to mine or something? And he's like playing with his keys. So she kind of thinks he's got a really nice car. And then I think it was a Toyota Igo. I just remembered that. He was like, okay, great. And he would like go to the really small little, yeah, Toyota. Yeah, that's a good one. That's kind of you with your boat and your paddleboard, isn't it? Yeah, I normally like pose next to a yacht for a photo. <laughs> and then just like start pumping my board up. <laughs> ah, so it's a pump. It's a pump one. Yeah, I didn't know there were any other types i didn't know there were non-pump ones but i guess that makes sense but yeah and it's actually i I tell you what it's a bloody good workout the pumping because it it takes about 15 minutes and it gets progressively harder (laughs) obviously that's the point in pumping it gets progressively more more difficult as it gets harder um, which is quite nice. That's that's great. Fifteen minutes of progressively getting harder is exactly what a, a physical a, a PT would want. I just thought it's the opposite of my sex sessions. <laughs> what you start off really hard and then you get softer and softer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the duration is accurate. The yeah. duration. Yeah, I'm proud of the duration. <laughs> proud of the duration. <laughs> Yeah, this your podcast is for like adults, isn't it? Yeah, some minors get in there, and I applaud them. But you know, I'm not going to get arrested. Well done. Careful about that. You should check check the law for that. I did notice the other day when I was checking the um, the vocabulary for a lesson Mm. on your website, and it said it was an episode that I was on about pests. And I was necessarily swearing, I would say. I was just throwing the F word in, like, left, right and centre. I just thought, that was unnecessary. Uh, but, you, but I also noticed that you didn't, yeah, you didn't blank it out. You didn't, like, censor it or anything. So no. I uh, came here ready to be an absolute posse mouth today, you <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> I just wanted to check in with you about something. Are you one of those language learners who often thinks 
Am I actually making any progress with my English? Is what I'm doing to study actually working for me? Or am I just wasting my precious time here? Well, if you think this way, then I'd like to encourage you to take action on this. Imagine how much more motivated you would be to put time and effort into your English studies if you knew that every time you studied, you would be guaranteed to be making significant progress. How much more satisfying would that be? So what do we need to do in order to find more clarity around this issue? Well, tracking your progress is a wonderful way to show evidence of your language skills having actually improved. And to track progress, the first thing you need to do is understand what level you are currently at. If you haven't taken a level assessment recently, then I highly recommend using my free test that will instantly tell you your level of English. Once you know this, you can start tracking your progress, which comes in many forms based on personal preference and your level of English. But that's a conversation for another time. For now, though, make sure you check your level of English with my free level checker, which is available over on thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash freebies. That is thebritishenglishpodcast.com slash F-R-E-E-B-I-E-S or find it in the show notes of this episode. Good, that's good. Well, yes, I mean, the British English podcast was born from real English with real teachers. Mm. So, you know, it's got to have real English in there, hasn't it? Exactly. And swearing is real English. There we go. Swearing is definitely real English. But I did actually notice that the last time I caught up with my auntie who's quite proper she was very enthusiastic to hear about my business and my podcast and how it's all going and then I um, played 30 seconds of an episode and there were a couple of you know slang terms and maybe a soft swear word in that and she was absolutely disgraced and since then she hasn't asked about my work at all (laughs) no what was the episode I can't I I think it was a bite-sized one of me just going off on one about British humour, maybe. I, I think so. But yeah, I didn't, seem, I didn't see it being a problem. And then, mm. yeah, she's very, very, I would say, narrow-minded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's gone from being proper to being a narrow-minded bitch. <laughs> oh, watch it. That's my auntie you're talking about. Yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Well, what's her name? Is she Mrs. Baxter? No, she is. Or Ms. Is she Ms. She's a Heldon. She could have been Heldon Baxter, although Baxter Heldon sounds better. Oh, I see. Is her name Gay? Is it Gay Heldon Baxter? (laughs) That is the worst name ever with Heldon Baxter. It doesn't sound good. This can't be in the podcast. But then again, Gay gay Heldon (laughs) sounds much better than Gay Baxter. (laughs) That was like your nickname in school, wasn't it? Oi. I wanted to keep that Sorry. T- to myself. Off air. It's not okay nowadays to... Because like, it's, it's interesting, actually. You know, in school, like, the biggest insult... I think it's okay to say this, because, like, the way we think and consider, like, homosexuality nowadays, people are a lot more open, thank God, and it's now probably not an insult. I don't know. But in school, we used to say, oh, you're gay. And that used to be an insult, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, definitely. And it even used to be a way of just saying something was shit. You'd say, now that's gay. Yes. Meaning that's rubbish or 
that's sad or that's that's not very that's not worth doing oh that's so gay yeah that's so bad isn't it as linguists we could probably redefine the word and we could have multiple meanings for it because as you've just described there are definitely at least two one being crap two being (laughs) homosexual and three i'd say being a bit of a a softy not being yeah. bold and brave being a wimp being yeah a wimp. I, I wonder if we went back to school now and uh yeah just to see what kind of language the kids are using there'd be loads of words we don't know so many for starters, so many but it'd be really interesting to see how they use those words that used to be used in a derogatory way yes. i wonder i hope kids don't say use gay in those ways i imagine they don't anymore we used to always say or one one guy that annoyed me he used to always say pay off as in piss off, but he, he wasn't brave enough off, to right. say the swear word. I bet his uh, proper auntie told him to say pee off instead of piss off. Yeah, maybe. But it's still not acceptable, is it, saying pee off? It's not It's not good. No. It's not no. light. No. And if anything, it's less informative than the actual swear word, yeah. which is what most people who don't swear argue about it, saying it's lazy, not using enough vocabulary i need to just say something about the word piss <laughs> before we move on and i think it's very important because i think sometimes when you learn a colloquial expression as an english learner you really want to use it because it helps you to sound like a native and you know it, it might be really liked by the recipient by the person you're speaking to but it's important to know that any any expression containing piss is a bit rude and like you should you should be careful in what kind of context you use it and also think about the type of it, like language that you yeah you might use in certain contexts like i was having a trial lesson the other day with a really sweet thai uh, woman and but it was a trial lesson right and um i think it was like towards the end of the lesson and she suddenly said like oh, i was really pissed off but and I, and I remember just being really shocked that she said pissed off because it, it was just completely out of complete as a of a completely different tone to the rest of the conversation mm. and it was suddenly like almost aggressive mm. and it was like that really doesn't suit the way you speak and it was like it was it was really odd you know what i mean like if you're pissed off it's like you're really annoyed about something right and you're like you're using a swear word because it's Something that really annoys yeah, you. Yeah, it cuts through the air for an English person, doesn't it? It's quite aggressive. Definitely. And especially if the person that you're listening to is the opposite of aggressive. You might expect it from somebody, you know, who is talking loudly, using other swear words and, and being generally annoying. <laughs> or ge- Yeah, or if they're drunk, uh, had a couple of drinks and yeah, it's getting a bit more animated i thought you were also i I thought the other route that you're going to take with this word is that you're going to talk about toilet habits and this this cute thai person was being really innocent and then she said oh sorry i need to go for a piss and that (laughs) that would have done the same that would have been like oh gosh no just say toilet go to the toilet or bathroom or even pee pee is much softer isn't it Go for a pee, even though it's a bit too much information. Oh yeah, yeah. With someone you've just met. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But, but it's softer than. But piss. That, like, that's interesting. 
Yeah, but like the word piss is used in Spanish and I really don't think it's as harsh or rude or it's not at all sweary. It's actually, I think it's quite a normal way to say I'm going for a wee. Yeah. Voy a hacer piss. And I don't think it sounds like piss does in English. I'll have to verify that with some Spaniards because, yeah, I think it's a lot softer. But it's the same. It You just... It's literally the same word. P-I, but I think it's just with one S. Mm. Peace. Peace. Mm. But that is the, the wonders of different languages and, and the amazement and the frustration at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember that this episode, just like every single other episode on this show, comes with a free worksheet where you get to see some of the best native expressions that come up in this very episode, along with definitions made for you, a non-native learner. I've even designed it so that you can play the podcast episode on the same page as the free worksheet. It's super user-friendly, so head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com right now and check out the free podcast worksheet or simply click on the link that says free podcast worksheets in the show notes of this episode. I wanted to ask you quickly uh, before you tell me what we're up to in the podcast, how your Spanish is going. If, are, you, are you still taking classes? And if so, how goes it? Yeah, yeah. So I started the marathon, if you remember, the half marathon at Lingoda. This isn't sponsored by them. I wish it was. In October last year. So I've now been doing a whole year of lessons pretty much consistently. Oh, wow. Not as consistently as that half marathon that was every other day. But since like the end of that stint, I've been having at least one, maybe two a, day, uh, two a week. And... Yeah, I've, I definitely feel better. My goal was to be of a B1 standard by the end of the year, and I feel like I'm not going to quite make it. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. And and when I stop it, like I went on holiday recently, and I'm looking forward to getting back into it, which is a nice feeling. Like, you know, when you miss a hobby and you, you are excited to get back to it. That's great. That's really good. Do, are there any um, YouTube channels that you like? following and stuff for, for me that made a big difference because uh, like if you're away you can just keep you can keep up with um with your spanish and it's it's easy and it's and it's just enjoyable and it means you can you can make it a part of your day-to-day very easily by just popping on a video are there any youtube channels that you like or podcasts for for spanish learners that's interesting that you brought that up i feel like I'm very conscious of whether I'm actually learning when I'm doing some Spanish. And mm. when I'm, there's this one audiobook that I listen to that is very like active in the way that it, it says it in English. And then it says, do you know how to say this in Spanish? And then it has a pause and it makes you think. That Paul, Paul Noble. Is that Paul I've heard Noble? of him. I don't think it is, but right. yeah, similar kind of concept. And it really helps me think in Spanish and it makes me feel like I'm, you know, using my time effectively. When I put a podcast on or a YouTube video, I don't think I'm of a level yet where I can absorb it properly and it kind of just goes right. over me. Unless they're bilingual, but then I start to feel frustrated that they're talking to me in English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would annoy me too. Yeah. But I think um that's interesting though. I think that like, there are some channels. There's one really cool channel. It's called like Spanish After Hours. Okay. And she does, her approach is all about 
comprehensible input. So she does these videos for, you know, for beginners and for uh, intermediate, lower intermediate. And she she only speaks in, in Spanish, but it's always understandable. Like she's got some videos that are appropriate for even absolute beginners. But because she's so good at like demonstrating stuff and, and just uh, grading her language, like, it's brilliant. I'd really recommend okay, it. Okay, I'll take it. Um, I've written it down and I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll give her channel a go. Nice. She's really nice. Yeah. Really nice girl. Nice. I mean, we've had a long chat. I'm not sure where this will go in the podcast, whether it will go at the end or the beginning, but I'm going to go into the topic now. All right, so that was the end of the catch-up Harry and I had before we started recording an episode. Uh, If you are interested, that episode will be called something along the lines of How Awkwardly British Are You? But as I said, this one was a bite-sized one, quick, digestible, and hopefully enjoyable for you. Remember that if you are enjoying this show, then the best way to support it and get the most out of it is to join the Premium Podcast or the Academy. I am improving the learning experience every single week in the Academy and have been adding to the ever-growing pile of resources that both Academy and Premium Podcast members are thoroughly enjoying. I love taking the weekly speaking classes with members of the Academy and hearing how much they rate what I have built for people like them. So, yeah, it's official. I think the thing I built is great and worth your attention. Also, I'd like to remind you that this is my full-time job. And if you enjoy the show, then please do think about supporting it. That way, those who really can't afford to spare just £7 a month are able to get a free education through your support. And last thing, I'm starting to become aware that the podcast industry itself is becoming a bit fragile in terms of what I appreciate about the podcast industry because big companies have been investing massively in new podcasts and basically throwing money at celebrities or building a big team of reporters with a heavy influence on what they can report because of the sponsorship deals they make. So if you, like me, enjoy listening to independent podcasters that are allowed to go wherever they want and and do the things that they feel passionate about, I really encourage you to support them because we are in a time of need. If not mine, then please consider other independent podcast shows that you enjoy. Um, The big corporations are paying to get in front of an audience, which often means the independent ones are being pushed lower down on the search or less likely to be featured on podcast apps. So, A bit like the idea of shopping local to support your local community. I encourage you to get behind at least one independent podcaster that you enjoy. And if you really have no funds available, make sure you've rated and reviewed the show and share it on your social media or just simply keep spreading the word about your favorite podcasts to your favorite people. It goes far. I always check out podcasts that my friends tell me about. So I think referrals are very, very powerful. Remember to grab the free worksheet of this episode if you haven't already or download the free app. Links are in the show notes or head over to the British English Podcast 
com. Right, until next time, have a delightful week. My name's Charlie and see you next time on the British English Podcast. Thank you.